Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzeik, Misiel Shasharm Limud Yomi. For those who are listening to this one on the day that it was posted, we just finished Rosh Hashanah. I hope everyone had a wonderful Yantif. And I bless all of us to have a year full of sweetness, of goodness, of depth, of, of growth, and halavai. By next Rosh Hashanah, we should look back on the year and see and say with confidence that we are even just a little bit closer to our own shlameless and completeness in our service of Hashem. Previously on Hachzeik, after the Mishra Sharm, the Ramchal discussed man's purpose in this world. He elaborated on the fact that the world itself was created for man, and therefore the impact that man has with his actions on the world and on himself is very profound. Back to Mishra Sharm today, the Ramchal is going to bring some proofs, some recent Chazal, and also logical proofs that it must be that this world is only a, an area that we do the work in order to, uh, for the ultimate goal, which is Olam Abba. Vaiter in Mrs. Sharm. Kolashaldavar. The general rule is as follows. Adam Lanevra Bavorma Savabalama Zemen was not created for a situation in this world. Ella Bavorma Savabalama Bavar. Rather, for the ultimate purpose of the world to come. Ella. Shemat Savabalama Zemen. Who am Sayyidama Savabalama Bavalam Haba. Like we've been discussing, his situation in this world is only a means to the end of Olam Haba. Shudach Lisa, which is his ultimate goal. Okay. We see many, many chazals, all of them with a similar theme, comparing this world to a time of preparation, a place of preparation. And is a place of tranquility and a place where we get to reap the benefits of all the work that we've done in this world. And this is what we see in in Pekri This world is compared to a prosdor, to a vestibule, an entryway, hallway, like we wrote, like the Ramchal wrote earlier. Today, meaning this world, is the time to do all the work. And tomorrow, the Kabbalah to receive the word for all the work that we done, we did. Also, he who toils on Arab Shabbos will eat on Shabbos. And the Ramchal is, this, this one is, is even more deaf than just the obvious, okay, if you, if you don't do the work during the week and prepare for Shabbos and go shopping, you're not going to have the fruit to eat for Shabbos. But Shabbos, we know, is compared to Olam Shabbos, we know, is compared to Lassan Loa, Moshiach comes. This is six days of the week, and the seventh day is, is, is Shabbos. We know Shabbos is called Me'en Olam Haba, Yosham Sanucha. We know Shabbos is compared to Lassan Loa, Moshiach comes. It's, it's called Yom Shekulo Shabbos. It's one long day of Shabbos. Shabbos is a day of rest. And uh, and also, we, we, know, we know there's, there's, a, there's a deep idea that this is 6,000 years of the world, and then in the 7,000th year is when Mashiach is going to come, again, similar to the six days of the week and the seventh day being Shabbos. Also, this world is compared to the Yabasha, the dry land, and someone that's setting out on a trip out at sea. Whatever he prepares in the dry land, that's what he'll have. Once he gets out at sea, aside from, I guess, fishing and capturing some rainwater, maybe, um... Not much going on out at sea. There's no 7-Elevens, no Walmarts, no Targets, no Seasons Express. Whatever you get on land to prepare for the journey, that's all you got. And many, many Chazals fall along these lines that emphasize this point that today is to do the work and tomorrow is when you reap the benefits. So now, having quoted some number of Chazals, the Ramchal is going to go on and give some logical proofs why this world has to be only a means to an end of all Mabba and not a purpose in and of itself. And if you if you if you think about it, in truth, anyone with with any level of seichel will understand that it can't be, it can't be that our tachlis is for this world. 
Think about it. What, what is this life, really, if you, if you boil it down? Or can you, you know anyone that's really genuinely happy and peaceful and at ease in this world? The years of our life are 70, and if we have strength, it's 80 years. And their proudest success is just effort and, and pain and difficulty in life. Life is, the world is filled with pain and sickness, difficulties, distractions. And after all that, what happens? You die. You're not going to find one in a thousand people who filled his life with real pleasure and, and, and true tranquility. And even if, let's say, you find this one in a thousand, after a hundred years, he's already basically passed on, even if he's still alive. Can he still appreciate all the, the delicacies and enjoyment of, of this world? And is he really truly at peace? How can someone with any sake believe that we're really created just to exist in this world alone? And that's the end goal. That's one argument, logically. The next, below Ode, and also furthermore, if it was true, let's say that really when was created for the sake of this world, and only this world, then why would Hashem feel the need to to breathe into every human being? Every year, specifically, such a hush of a piece, a piece of Hashem himself from the highest places sent down to this dark, finite world. A that's even greater than the angels themselves when it fulfills its, its, its tafkid and, and, and takes over the physicality of this world. And certainly because, obviously, the Neshama does not appreciate all the physical pleasures of this world. And this is what we saw in the Medrashim Kohalas. The soul will never be satisfied in this world. What's compare, what you can compare this to? To a simpleton who married a princess, and Yabilah, Kolmashavalam, whatever he, whatever has sagas, whatever appreciation he has for the things of this world, he could bring everything that he could possibly think of on his level, in Chashivim Laklam. To the princess, they're worthless. She basmal, she's a princess. Kacha nefesh, so too with the neshama, ilu evesala, Kolmadaniel, and he could bring in all the delicacies and pleasures of this world, enam klamla, to the neshama, it's nothing. Lama, why? Shimon Aliyonim, because it's, it's not of this world. It's from, it's from the Abban Hai. It's a chelikal kamimal mamish. And so too, Chazal say in Avos, Against your will you were formed, and against your will you were born. The Neshama does not love this world at all. It's disgusted by this world. And and just to, to, to make a point here, it's not, the point is not that, oh, the, the Neshama, if, it's, it's a levels of pleasure. So, but if you really got all the greatest delicacies in this world, then the Nisham would appreciate it because there's more and more and more and more higher levels of pleasure. No, no, no. We're talking about different planes, different languages, different stratospheres. The Nisham appreciates what the, 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 the true onig of the Nisham is versus what the true onig of the Guf is. In Cain, Vaiter, Vada, Lohia, Borea, Borea, Sparachria, Tachashahu, Neged, Chukavane, It doesn't make sense that the Rabbonishlam would create a, a, a being for a goal that is totally against its nature, and even more so, that is disgusted by it, creating a neshama, and sending him into a place that is just disgusted by it, and that's 
its, its purpose of existence, Ella, and that rather must be the man was created and his soul was created for in the future, for Therefore, we were given the Tishtamah, because for this soul, this soul is worthy of serving Hashem. And with the Tishtamah, we can appreciate the ultimate reward in Olam Because it's not, which will, which will not be something repulsive to, to the Nishama like this world is. Rather, Olam is what? It's loved and desired. And this is obvious. So another example where the, the, uh, the Ramchal is saying this is obvious, while it may not be obvious to us on its face, I think he's, he's impressing upon us that it should be obvious it's not, if it's not obvious to us yet. So, wow. Very apropos this time of year. We're entering into Asaris and Yeshiva. We started with Rosh Hashanah now, the days between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. And we're re- recognizing and, and realizing that, in truth, who are we? Ba'atzim, ba'atzim. The neshama is, is our, our, our true identity. The guf is, is a key part of us, and we were put in this world with the guf. But the neshama is clearly not here just to enjoy this world. And uh, just uh, an idea that I, that I was thinking about over Rosh Hashanah, I heard from my Rebbe, Rebbe Zekatinsky, that if you think about it, this neshama, neshama is, is, it comes from the highest, holiest, most pristine, beautiful place with Hashem, and it's sent down to this finite, physical, dark, difficult world. And all it wants to do is go back to its source. All it wants to do is yearning to go back to its source. So, Lamashal, you have someone going through the desert and their mom is dying of thirst. Dying of thirst. They, they reach the end of their rope. And they're about to give up. And all of a sudden, they see a building. And they walk into a building and they see a refrigerator. They open the fridge and they see this big, delicious glass of water. And they grab it and they start chugging the water. And a couple of gulps and they realize that it's vinegar, it's not water. I spit it out. And it, it makes it worse their thirst. And then they're just looking around, going into every drawer. They find another bottle. They drink that and that's ammonia. And then they drink another bottle and it's kerosene, whatever. They're looking for, for the, the, to quench that deep thirst that they have. And, and everywhere they look, all it is is bringing them further away from their goal. Same thing in this world. Nishama sent here into this physical guf. And our Nishama is buried deep down, right? It's, 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 we're not necessarily as in tuned to the Nishama. Um, what, what we're doing with the Sefer and with, with our whole avoid in life is to bring the Nishama word to the surface, to identify with the Nishama, to, to, to use the Nishama as our guiding force in this world versus our guf. But for most of us, especially early on in our, in our avoda, our Nishama is buried deep down, but it still is, is it, it wants, it, it's yearning, it's yearning to go back to its source. It, it feels a lacking. It, it is a void there. But because that's so unconscious for us, by the time that yearning bubbles up to our psyche, it, it's something that we, we, we don't know how to compute it. It's, we're, we feel empty. We feel a void. We, we feel like we're missing something. So, so we, we're running after this and that in this world is trying to fill this void. And sometimes we end up finding ourselves in faraway places because we're chasing something from a deep down desire, even unconscious desire to, to fill this void and this lacking in us. But, we're looking in all the wrong places, and that's that's a real sweetness of judgment for us this time of year. Hashem should recognize that the MS, yeah, we may have sinned, we may have done what we've done, and gone to the places that we've been to, but Lamaisa, Lamaisa, all we were looking for is Hashem. All we were looking for is good to try to go back to our source. But, you know, unfortunately, we we, we sometimes look for Hashem in all the wrong places, and we find ourselves in all the wrong places, but but our drive, our true, our truest, deepest, deepest, truest desire is, is only to go back to our source, to cleave to Hashem. So Allah, we should be zocha, to, to bring up that, that drive more to our, our conscious mind, to have our neshama be our driving force in life, and that void, that lacking, that yearning to go back to Hashem should come out with Paul in our actions, in our development as human beings, 
and in our day-to-day lives. L'chaim, you didn't have a wonderful day and a wonderful ahead. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.